Well, hello and welcome to uh, Photographic Life. I just want to kick off this week with uh, a few bits of news, I suppose, which have kind of led themselves to um, perhaps a little bit of a theme to start this week's podcast. Um, I was really pleased to have received, um, as part of the team I lecture on at the University of Gloucestershire, the Editorial and Advertising Photography uh, BA course there, um, we received a course of the year from the Association of Photographers. Um, that was an award um, which was uh, put forward by our students. Um, they had voted for us and written about the course. So that was a really great thing. Um, and also, um, I received uh, an email from uh, Mary V. Swanson, who I've been working with uh, concerning the Bill J. film in America. And the fact that we, uh, the email, um, said that we had been successful in that the film is going to be screened at an SPE, Society for Photographers in Education, uh, event uh, at the University of New Mexico in Albuquerque in November, which I hope to attend uh, to be part of uh, the discussion around the film. Uh, so two really great pieces of news. Um, but what what was the theme that they set off in my mind? And of course, the theme was collaboration, you know, that importance of collaboration, um, the collaborative nature of lecturing photography on a course, that engagement with students, that collaborative nature of learning, um, the collaborative nature of the reliance on a project such as the film, uh, the Bill J film, um, relying on other people to buy into the passion, buy into the energy that you've put into a project and um, being willing to take that further forward and, and, and to to progress that and, and to work as a team. Um, oh, by the way, uh, somebody mentioned recently that I said um too much. I do apologise if that is the case. Uh, I, it is unedited, this podcast. This is a stream of consciousness uh, podcast. Um I like the idea of that sense of reality. So if that is the case, I, I apologize in advance. Anyway, back to back to this idea of uh, collaborative nature. Um, a very good friend of mine, a very good filmmaker uh, and photographer, photographer primarily, always used to say to me that the, the photographer was the most selfish of all people. Um, so selfish, in fact, that they wouldn't even allow the other eye to see the picture they were taking um it's a nice line and and i think uh, in a lot of ways perhaps it's it's true um there we go i said arm again uh however i think that things are changing i think that as the traditional mechanisms the traditional processes by which we photographers uh, relied upon either the commissioned environment or a, a gallery strategy, a series of um, processes that we could all rely upon to go through to lead us, hopefully, to certain outcomes. Um, a lot of those are either struggling severely or have gone altogether, and therefore they've put the emphasis back on us. And however strong-minded you are, however creative, however much time you're willing to give to a project um it always requires that collaborative um aspect we rely on other people now within our 
practice, within our medium, perhaps more than we ever have done before. And a lot of that uh, reliance is a good-natured reliance. It isn't always a funded reliance. It isn't a reliance that um, comes with an agenda, a reliance that comes with uh, an accepted, I'll do this for you if you do it for me. I think it's much more open-hearted. That I hope it's much more heart- open-hearted than that. It certainly is from my perspective, and I think it is from a lot of um, people who I uh, have worked with. So that sense of collaboration, um, I think, is really important. And in fact, increasingly I'm finding myself engaged in conversation with people who have their own projects which are collaborative. If I go back to the course in which I lecture, um, one of the students due to graduate this year has set up a project called uh, uh, Fable and Folk, um, where she is curating, sharing other photographers' work, fellow students' work, and other work that she admires. And that's a project that she set up on her own on the basis of this sense of collaboration. So I think it's something that is really important, not only for us uh, more mature uh, photographers to consider and to take on board, but also when we are speaking to young photographers of the next, the next, or the next generation, however many generations back uh, that may be, that we kind of embed this um, understanding of the importance of collaboration, of empathy, of uh, mutual respect. And certainly the achievements that I've uh, been lucky to receive in the last week um, would never have happened without that collaborative um, nature. So you know, that's um, that's something to think about, I think. It's that time of year when, if you're involved with uh, photographic education, if you're an academic, if you're at a university, um, hopefully the marking is over, uh, the students have all gone off on their holidays or uh, are just completing their degree shows, and um, school uh, faculty meetings start to occur when the schools the faculties are brought together as one perhaps to discuss elements of research uh, aspects of the running all those that kind of stuff that goes along with any kind of business um and um, the university I, I lecture at is, is no different than that. And we had a, a meeting last week of the School of Art and Design, bringing together all of the courses, the photographic courses, the design, graphic design, the art courses, illustration, um, landscape gardening, fashion, and illustration, and so on and so forth. And what was discussed, which I thought was kind of interesting, because it, it really hit a note for me, um, was the importance of drawing. Uh, to uh, that import then how that Im- importance of drawing um, was the foundation of, of all of the other subjects and what they teach and why it hit a note with me is because I trained as a, a, an artist I, I did a foundation course which you used to have to do in the UK for a year and I was very lucky to have been tra- taught drawing by some fantastic artists working artists and um then I moved on and studied graphic designs before coming to photography. So my background was very much from that area. And I've been thinking more and more recently about introducing 
aspects of drawing uh, into my teaching of photography. Primarily, this is in the um, in the quest, the desire to help um, the seeing the observation, that the awareness, the visual awareness of what is around you, what is really close to you, and, and paying attention to a sense of detail. And it's something I'm going to bring into my teaching. Um, it also ties in with this idea that um, I've been speaking about previous podcasts, but is also quite um, uh, essential, I suppose, an essential element of um, the next book, um, New Ways of Seeing, is this idea of photo sketching. And if you don't know what that is, um, unfortunately, the, the po- it's quite a big subject, that's why it's part of a book. But if you put hashtag photo sketching into um, Instagram, um, not only will my work come up kind of exploring this idea of photo sketching, but so will a lot of the work of the students um, that I've worked with and introduced this idea um, to the to the that sense of image crea- creation. So it was really great to um, be able to have that conversation, that dialogue uh, with others who perhaps drawing is more obviously intrinsic to their creation i think also you know one of the things that's always the name that always comes up whenever people talk about photography and painting photography and drawing is the 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 reality i suppose of um uh, Henri Cartier-Bresson and the fact that he gave up photography and he would only paint for many many years and he always saw himself as a painter and, uh, and a drawer and this was kind of I was reading something the other day and it was talking about Irving Penn who, who I'm a great fan of and I knew he'd been an, an art director prior to uh, working as a photographer under the great Alec- Alexander Lieberman at um, American Vogue but he also um, studied drawing painting and graphics um, in education in Philadelphia before he then went on to art direction and I thought oh, it's, it's, it's so obvious to look at his pictures and to see that understanding of subliminal structures of negative and positive space of juxtapositions um of composition uh so that was really kind of interesting it made me think again and and pull out a couple of books of Penn's work and and have another look at those um made me also think I wonder how many other photographers come from that point. And then when I started to do a little bit of research into that, I was finding more and more and more photographers who had come to photography from drawing. So maybe that's something else. Um, A second thing this week to to ponder over in your own practice, maybe, is the importance of drawing. I started out this week's... uh, podcast talking about collaborative projects and photographers who are engaged and involved with projects which uh, have a collaborative nature to them and this week's contributor to what does photography mean to you um, is certainly a very good example of that Uh, Al Bryden is the co-founder of the Inside the Outside Collective which focuses on uh, how can I say? It? I suppose new approaches and, and, and a, a broad range of approaches to um, the documentation of environment. I'm, I'm trying not to say landscape photography, but it's landscape photography, I suppose. Um, some people have a n- negative connotation to that. I certainly don't. So um, each week they're getting a little bit longer as people are trying to fulfill the requirement of sending me uh, an audio clip, usually recorded on 
uh, their phone, uh, which in which they explain uh, what photography means to them. So uh, that's enough of me um, wittering on. Um, I'll hand you over to Al. Hello, folks. Uh, my name's Al Bryden. I'm a photographer based in the uh, north of the UK, uh, primarily around uh, Derbyshire and Sheffield. Um, I, I actually found this quite a difficult question to answer. What does photography actually mean to me? And it was sort of sat there thinking about it for a few days. Um, photography... I've always seen it as a very, very positive compulsion, something I can't not do. Um, Probably the only real positive compulsion I have in my life. Um, it, it's a curse and a blessing at the same time. I, I find I find photography's it's it's never finished. There's never enough time. But on the plus side of that, there's the aspect about always learning. I always feel like I'm just beginning um, in my I don't want to say journey, but I'm going to have to say journey. Um, and I've been making work for nearly 25 years, but I, I like that feeling of just just um, just feeling like I'm I'm just beginning to understand it and so I suppose the best I can hope for is that I'll die fairly unfulfilled <laughs> unfulfilled in, in, in this instance there doesn't ever seem to be an end to this um, quest to make uh, make new work um, it's for me a, a, a medium not so much a language I suppose a medium for being understood um, nothing is more human than wanting to be understood but, but I, I find I find people seem to be as confused as me or everyone's as confused as everyone else and uh, when we make photographs or when we make our um, what, 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 however we however we express ourselves I find there's that level you know you, you that connection that you're going to start to make with people if, if one person connects with your work then I see that as a complete success um, and you and that person have effectively had um, at, the, at the beginning certainly a one-way conversation about about what you're trying to express and they can of course get in touch with you and then and then, and then the conversation can continue I've I also like photography because it ties in very nicely with me in terms of walking I, I do a lot of walking to make the work and there's a there's a, a, a quote and I can't remember where I stole it from but it's called the last the lost art of walking to nowhere who knows I might I may have even made it up who knows the last art of walking to nowhere so when I'm out and about making work it's it's about switching off not having a predestinated predestined sort of idea about what I'm going to go and do um, I like to work quite loosely and um, and walking it goes hand in hand with this this medium, this 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 way of communication, this way of expressing myself. Photography also means to me. I I, I mean I love other people's work. Um, I really feel there's something to learn from looking at other people's work. But you, you kind of have to. I find myself having to spend time looking at work one day and then making my own work the other. I can't interlink the two really. Um, it, looking at other people's work, it, 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 I don't want to do influence. Don't want to be sort of influenced too much by what other people are doing. I, I kind of have to switch off and, and 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 go my own way. But then again, of course, you know, you are going to be influenced sort of so surreptitiously by by other people. However, 
um, I believe you have to be your own favourite photographer in a way. It's your work. You have to fall in love with it. You know, otherwise, you know, how can you expect anyone else to? Um, I like to, I'd say inspiration, I, I say I'm inspired by other people's work, but again, it's something I don't really want to be inspired by in a, in a, in a, in a silly way. Um, besides, if you wait for inspiration to happen, you'll get nothing done. I think it's it primarily but making work. is It's about going out and making work no matter how you feel, especially if you don't feel like making work. Um, it's that's That's the time to go and do it. I also like the community aspect of photography. Um, I started a with a, a what's the word I'm looking for collective <laughs> collective. That's the word I'm looking for. Called Inside the Outside, where I'm working with three other photographers, um, showcasing work that we all love. Um, so I like the community aspect of it. It, it is flawed and it is, and it is fractured, but I believe there's people out there um, who, who, who seem to want to get together and, and make something greater than, 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 than just themselves. So I'm, I'm consistently amazed at how lucky I am to actually be able to do this. Um, it gives meaning to my life and I haven't found much else aside from being perhaps a father that's given me this meaning um, so basically yeah I, um, that's what so I, I, apologies to all the all the erms I do uh, I do tend to jibber so thanks for listening to me uh, me jibber and um, yeah thanks to Grant for asking me cheers that's what photography means to me <laughs> Thanks, Al. And thanks to everybody who's listened um, this week. Thanks to everybody who's been listening over the previous weeks. I hope you're continuing to enjoy the podcast. Um, I'm always uh, happy to receive uh, feedback, as always. Uh, but if you have enjoyed it, please kind of spread the word. Um, we're a one-man band, and uh, I need you guys to um, to help me spread the word uh, about the podcast and to open up the discussions that we're having uh, to other people so that we can get everybody's opinion uh, on these these discussion points. Um, so that's it. Thanks very much indeed. I hope there weren't too many ums in this uh, week's podcast. I'm sure there were. Uh, and I'll uh, catch up with you again next week. <laughs>